0: it is no surprise that successful people in our society they typically have routines or habits that they've implemented in their lives and these daily habits that they have they typically not just help them you know uh, achieve their success or anything like that but it also just helps them maintain their sanity right there's a lot of um enjoyment that comes along with having a habit or routine and a sense of What's the word? Um, I guess a sense of peace, maybe, or just satisfaction. Yeah, that'd be a better word. (laughs) Satisfaction that comes along with doing your routine, right? And now, while we all may not have the goal of becoming a millionaire, I challenge you, like I have in other episodes, to think about your definition of success and what that looks like for you. Um, Because I don't by any means, when I say the habits of successful people, mean that success looks like being a millionaire. Absolutely not. Success can look something different um, to each and every person. And to take that a step further, I really challenge you to think about the habits and routines that you would like to implement into your life so that you can start to become the person that you need to be to achieve your goals and achieve what success looks like to you. Um, But in this episode, I am going to share seven of the most common daily habits of successful people and even people who, um, you know, they just want to start improving their lives. These are typically things that I see or hear people um, share. And something, a quote that I quickly want to share before we hop into those seven daily habits is a quote by John Maxwell, and you've probably heard it before, but it goes, you'll never change your life until you change something you do daily. The secret of your success is found in your daily routine. And it's so true, right? Because it's the consistent habits that we implement in our lives that are going to create the changes that we want to see. So with that said, let's dive right on in into the Seven habits that I have for you. You're listening to the Daily Climb podcast, where we explore personal growth, mindset, and productivity strategies to help you pursue your passions. My name is Arielle and I'm so passionate about helping young adults actually feel excited to wake up in the morning and to create the life of their dreams. So I want you to make sure that you tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for tips and inspiration so that you can climb. I can't wait to see how you grow. The first habit is waking up early. Now I don't know about you, but my day runs entirely different when I wake up early. I have lots more energy. There's a sense of accomplishment when I'm able to start my day off um, like productively. And I remember like when I would wake up early, I would especially make sure that I got my workout in, and I just felt so accomplished doing that. And not to mention, there's times where. Um, I've of course snoozed my alarm clock numerous times because I felt really tired or I just wanted to stay in bed because it was cold and different things like that. But ultimately I just felt extremely less, uh, no, I felt extremely groggy. Is that how you say the word? Groggy. And, um, you know, less rested overall because I just kept hitting that alarm clock. And just every time I would start to fall back asleep, next thing you know, the alarm clock is going back off. Right. And I remember listening to a, um, I can't remember if it was a podcast or a YouTube video, but the person said, think about it. Why would you want to keep setting alarms just to hit this news button? You keep waking yourself up over and over and over again. And I was like, huh, I never thought about it that way. Like you literally just keep waking yourself back up. And, um, you know, typically when we do that, we're thinking, ah, five more minutes of sleep. But in reality, you're kind of doing your body a disservice because you just keep waking yourself up. And there's some science behind that too. When you keep hitting the snooze button, you extend something called the uh, sleep inertia, which is basically a time when um, you're going to have lower performance and uh, a desire to just continue sleeping. You're going to feel groggy, disoriented, and just not ready to take on the day um, overall. And, um, so I wanted to make sure that I shared that with you as well. And Jeff Bezos, who is the CEO of Amazon, if you're not aware, he refuses to set an alarm clock each night. He, um, he wants to ensure that he gets a full eight hours of sleep and let his body wake up on its own when it feels rested. And this is something that I love to do when I can. So, I mean, I have a nine to five job and if I end up going to sleep at 12 o'clock, I know I'm not going to wake up on time to get to work, um, without sending an alarm which is why it's so important to, you know, go to sleep early. But I will say that, you know, the times that I'm able to do that, especially on the weekends, it just feels so, so good. Like on days where I'm working from home or on Saturdays where I know I don't have to ha- like be anywhere in the morning, I will go to sleep. I will not set an alarm and I just wake up when I'm ready to wake up. And what's crazy is actually, usually I typical <laughs> I typically wake up um, at an earlier time than I thought I would have. So that's actually quite interesting, but, um, this is something that would be awesome to do as a daily habit, which means I would need to go to sleep a little bit earlier than 12. Um, since I have a nine to five and, uh, you know, so I can start my day whenever I feel like, just like Jeff's, uh, Jeff Bezos. Um, so that is the first tip I have for you just waking up earlier and a challenge that I have for you is if you feel like Oh my gosh, I cannot fathom the thought of waking up earlier. Um, I want to challenge you number one That's the mindset thing it really is when we think oh i'm not an early i'm not an early bird i'm not an early riser that literally is a mindset shift because if you had enough sleep you would feel comfortable waking up um early so that's just one thing and the other thing i want to challenge you to maybe wake up an hour earlier than you usually do try that out this week and see how you feel see how much you're able to get done and um yeah so that's definitely a challenge that i think you should uh, try So the next tip that I have for you is to read more. Your brain is a muscle. And in the same way that you should prioritize your physical muscles, um, like your biceps, triceps, or whatever muscles it is. And, you know, uh, if you are someone who likes to go to the gym, then you know exactly what I'm talking about when you um, are strength training. But the same way that you should prioritize that, you should also aim to improve your mental muscle. And you could do this in a few different ways, but we're going to focus on reading since I mentioned reading more. (laughs) So reading is important for several reasons. It helps you expand the mind and gives you more ideas. Think about it. Like many times when I'm reading, I'll get so many different ideas or just so many different points that I want to highlight, jot down. um, And I just, it just lets me be more, what's the word? Um... I don't know, flowy, I guess, maybe. I'm not really sure if that's the right word. But uh, I know when I'm reading and uh, a thought comes to mind as I'm reading, I'll try to jot it down but still stay in my concentration. Um, But yeah. (laughs) And I know that I could use a bigger imagination sometimes. And not sure if you can relate, but sometimes it's just not – fully imaginative. (laughs) But reading also helps you improve your concentration and can help you de-stress because when you're reading, you're going to be concentrated on the words you're reading because that's actually, um, I can't remember what the statistic was, but there was something related to um, reading and how, you know, reading is one of the only things that really takes up your entire mental focus or something like that. Um, so it does require concentration. You can't like read and like, and try to fully understand the words and the sentences you're reading while having a separate conversation, you know? Um, and that's why like there's been so many times where I'll be reading something, whether it's on my phone or an actual book and someone's trying to have a conversation with me and they feel like, um, you know, like, Oh, are you listening? And it's like, no, I'm not. I was reading, <laughs> you know, like I can't, um, you know, process what you're saying and trying to process or learn from whatever I'm reading. So, yeah. And that may be, and you know, there could be, um, you know, books that are more like personal development or finance or something that you want to learn and implement into your life. Something that can, uh, like personal development basically. Um, to that's something that will like help you in your life or you can read you know whatever other books you like if it's like you know different storytelling books or romance novels or series I remember when I was younger I used to love reading so many different series and I would read like 10 books in a week it was insane I stopped doing that as much because you know I don't have as much free time but I definitely want to get back to doing that um, oh yeah, and then also reading helps you. Um, oh no, I already mentioned that. I already mentioned de stress, but yeah, because because of the concentration that you're putting into reading the pages, um, it just helps you also with de stressing. So there's definitely a lot of benefits to reading as a daily habit. The third daily habit that I have for you is prioritizing exercise. Now, before you like click off of this episode and you're like, oh, here we go, like another, like I don't want to hear about exercising. Um, be exercising doesn't have to be for the purpose of weight loss right so exercise really is just important because you're moving your body you're bo- like to circulate the blood more and just um you know treat your body well and that's really the goal with exercise right and of course you know people use exercise as a way to also lose weight but it's important outside of weight loss as well. And I'll be honest, I have my weeks where I'm extremely consistent with working out in the morning. I personally like to work out in the morning because I get it done for the day. I feel super duper productive, like I mentioned before. But then there's other days where, or other weeks where I don't um, do that at all. (laughs) And exercise is probably the easiest daily habit that you can skip, or um, I'm putting air quotes around this, but leave until later. But I've learned throughout my life that later never comes. And it's important to be intentional and carve out time, spe- like specific time, when you will move your body in a way that feels good to you. So don't force yourself to do HIT workouts if you don't enjoy HIT workouts. It'll feel like a chore and it's gonna make you not want to move your body and you're gonna get a negative view of exercise. And I think that's kind of like a huge reason why So many people don't enjoy exercise or things like that because they think of it like, oh, I have to do cardio or like something super strenuous when it doesn't have to be like that. So instead, I challenge you to think of a way of moving your body that feels um, nice to you. Like, you know, it'll push yourself, but it feels nice. Like, I don't know if you like Pilates or yoga, I've never done either of those actually, but if you like those things, then try, um, you know, try it or use that as your form of moving your body throughout the week. Or something that I actually want to try is boxing. Um, I really, really want to try doing that. I think I will love it if I'm being quite honest. (laughs) But um, yeah, so I really encourage you to schedule times when you're going to do that for yourself. And something that I've actually started doing, um, you know, with my trainer, I have to do some cardio throughout the week. And I usually will walk on the treadmill for my cardio. And lately, I've just been listening to podcasts or watching Netflix or listening to worship music because, I don't know, like when I listen to worship songs, I just get so in the groove of worshiping that next thing I'm like, oh, my workout's over. That went quicker than I, you know, thought it would. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so that's something that like certain things you can multitask with. All righty. So the fourth daily habit that I have for you is to plan your day. Now, planning your day allows you to be an active participant or like in the driver's seat of your life and in the activities that you're going to engage in for that day. And it makes it a little bit harder to get sucked into other activities when you know that you've already set or planned certain tasks for the day, certain things that you want to get done. So, Now, I will also say, if you are an adventurous or spontaneous person and you don't enjoy the thought of having a rigid structure for your day, then I recommend at least planning a non-negotiable task that you need to get done for the day. So for example, if you know that you need to go grocery shopping, pencil in a certain time that you are going to go grocery shopping and then leave the rest of the day open for spontaneity. Did I say that right? Spontaneity? whatever. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So basically um, that's something that you could do if you are a spontaneous person and you do not enjoy the thought of having a rigid structure. But if you're not uh, spontaneous, then you can literally, I mean, I wouldn't recommend back to back having things planned because I mean, you know, there's going to be hiccups in the day or some things are going to take longer than you planned. So definitely leave some wiggle room in there. But Um, yeah, that's something that you could start doing and you can even take it a step further And you can start planning for the upcoming week on sundays So that's that's the day that I like to plan for because I kind of consider the week starting on monday (laughs) and so, um, you know sundays will be like sundays are kind of like my, uh, uh Kind of like weekly planning day, but then also like weekly check-in like i'll check in. Okay, how did this past week go? um, that's how I consider sundays and so um, for you can uh What's an example? Like you can look at your calendar for the week ahead and you could plan, okay, on this day, I'll go grocery shopping. On this day, I will meal prep. On this day, I will, I don't know, what's, what's a task people have to do? I don't know, go to the post office to mail something. I don't know. Um, you know, whatever it looks like for you, things that you need to do throughout the week. Um, so that's when you could do that. You can plan that on Sundays and just, you don't have to put specific times on Sundays per se. You can just say, okay, I'm going to do this on this day. And then the night of each night, you can look at what you planned for the following day and you can say, okay, like I'll do this at 10 o'clock. I'll do this at three o'clock. Um, you know, different things like that. You can do that if you want to the night before and just look over what your upcoming day is going to be. I actually really, really enjoy doing that. All right. So the fifth daily habit that I have for you is to prioritize relaxation. Now, this is something I personally need to do a lot more of because it's so, so easy to fall into the cycle of hustle mode and forget to relax. And let me preface this by saying when I say relax, I mean intentionally, purposefully relax. Laying on your couch and watching Netflix every single day isn't necessarily intentional relaxation. Intentional or purposeful relaxation is, you know, A form of self-care that focuses on slowing down your body's stress response. It's slowing down your breathing. It's relaxing your muscles with the goal of improving, you know, the awareness of how your body feels and even gaining mental clarity. And there's a lot more uh, benefits to prioritizing relaxation as a part of your daily habit, but um, those are just a few. And I really encourage you to look into, you know, self-care and different forms of self-care and what you would like to do for self-care because self-care is something, Wow, I said self-care, 5,000 times. But it's something that, um, you know, it's just so commercialized and so spoken about that I feel like it's lost its real meaning for people. Like they'll say, oh yeah, I'm just going to watch some Netflix. And they do that every day. And that that's not really self-care. It's not really being intentional and doing something for yourself so that you can, you know, just fully relax and, you know, and get more awareness of your body. So that's something that I really challenge you to think about this week. Um, the sixth one that I have for you is having a alone time. So you might think that alone time is really only important for introverts, but that really is not the case at all. Because while you may have a very large social battery, that doesn't mean that you need to Um, constantly engage in social events and activities. Alone time helps you start to feel content with yourself as a person without anything external influencing your thoughts about yourself or anything along those lines. And having alone time, it can also help you unwind and not have to be constantly engaging in conversations. Alone time can help you find new hobbies or explore new interests in general without worrying about, you know, like I mentioned before, other people's opinions and other people's interests and just different things like that. And, um, you know, I, I do really enjoy when I have alone time. I know like when I'm not on the phone with people or just when I'm just by myself, I love it. I love having alone time because it's like I don't have to focus on having a conversation. I don't have to focus on, I don't know, whatever the case may be. Um, I'm just by myself. I could focus on what I want to do. Um, and different things like that. It's really, really great, honestly. Now, the seventh thing is, uh, the seventh and last daily habit that I have for you is maintaining a positive attitude. Now, I'm not talking about toxic po- toxic positivity, you know, when you talk about what's going on in your life and someone responds with, oh, just think positive or Whatever. Um, that's not at all what I'm talking about. What I am talking about is how a positive attitude, it can help you be more grateful and also increase your positive self-talk, right? I mean, like, for instance, getting upset about things that we can't control, it doesn't do you any good. So for instance, if you have traffic on your way to work, ask yourself, is there anything I could do about this traffic? No. Then there's no point in taking that mental toll on yourself and being upset over something so small It's like insane. I remember so many times I would um, there was one time I was driving in the city with um, my boyfriend and then Other times we would be on the phone and he just gets so upset with traffic and many people do right But I just remember thinking like man, you're just wasting so much time like being upset about this, you're ruining your mood for what there's nothing you could do about the traffic. So just like, I don't know, throw in a podcast, throw in music that you like and just go with it. Like I know for me, like I've never really been upset about traffic because when I experience traffic on my way to work or whatever, um, I'll just like have my music on, I'll be having a grand old time. And it just feels good to not like, I don't know, stress over something that you can't control. Right. And then on the flip side, If you're something about something that you can control, like for instance, um, you know, if you are, so let's say you're hungry and you're capable of satisfying your hunger. I want you to ask yourself, okay, I'm hungry. I'm really upset and irritated because I'm hungry. Is there anything I could do about it? Yes. Okay. Then why am I wasting my time being upset over something that I'm able to fix? Right. Right. (laughs) <laughs> like, think about it. That is such a powerful mindset shift. And if you notice for both answers, there was no point in wasting your time getting upset over something that you can't fix, right? Um, if, you can't, if you can't control the situation, why are you getting upset over it? If you can control the situation, then why are you getting upset over it? You can fix the situation. And so, um, you know, I just think that's a, such a powerful uh, mindset shift. And so that concludes the seven daily habits that I have for you. But I will say if you want to look more deeply into habits and you want to, um, I don't know, think of like read more literature or books in general about habits, how you can implement them, how you can break bad habits and just different things like that, then there's a couple of books that I really um, encourage you to read. There is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. That's by Stephen Covey. And then there's Change Your Habits, Change Your Life by Tom Corley, Atomic Habits by James Clear, and The Power of Habit by uh, Charles uh, Dewey. Duhig, something like that. And um, I will make sure that I put those links in the description of wherever you're listening to this episode. And so um, I really encourage you to check those out. And I will also say that those are affiliate links. So if you do, um, you know, end up purchasing those books off of Amazon, then I will get a commission at no additional cost to you. But I just I don't know, I just this year, or actually not even in the past couple of months, I've really wanted to be more intentional with the habits that I'm setting for myself. And um, prioritizing, you know, a morning routine and just an evening routine and making sure that I feel like good and set up for the day and, you know, relax when I go to bed at night. And so, yeah, <laughs> that's all I have for you today. So I hope that you have a wonderful day or night when if whenever you're listening to this and um, yeah, take care. Wait, before you exit out of today's episode, would you do me a huge favor and leave a review on Apple or Spotify? It would mean the world to me to see that you're loving this podcast and the episodes that I'm putting out there. And once you're done with that, take a screenshot of this episode and share it to your Instagram story or text it to a friend so that others can tune in and discover this podcast too. If you're not already connected with me over on Instagram, I encourage you to follow the Daily Climb podcast to stay up to date on everything going on. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Daily Climb podcast.